Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Alex Pereira, who recently defeated Israel Adesanya at UFC 281. And because of this win, he is now the new UFC middleweight champion and wow i was just shocked by everything that happened not only alex becoming the champion but also the way it went down because this was a fight that was fairly one-sided going into the fifth round israel was controlling the action for the most part and i would say the most success that alex had was in round two so it was one one going into the third but then round three we got izzy Nurmagomedov coming out and bringing the fight down and maintaining top control and round four for the most part was just finding success wherever the fight was going so it was clear to to everyone including the judges who had a 3-1 Izzy going into the fifth that Alex had to get a finish which is definitely easier said than done and is a very rare thing to accomplish but Alex got it done and I have to give him credit because even before this finish he was just doing a great job with the leg kicks and for most of this fight Izzy had his back to the cage and it was clear that Alex Pereira's size was a huge factor in this fight Israel was unable to implement the game plan that he would usually be able to do against opponents who are small than him. But just like Jan Bohovic, Alex really used his size to his advantage, and a lot of that was the pressure. And finally, in the fifth round, that pressure became too much for Israel, and this led to a flurry of punches that rocked him, and eventually, the ref stepped in. And I see a lot of people saying that was an early stoppage, and I could see an argument for that. Israel is the champion. Give him a chance to try to fight his way out, but in my opinion, had it not been stopped at that moment, it was just going to continue to get bad. And we we would have seen Israel knocked out unconscious on the ground, which we've seen many times before. But if there's a way to avoid that, I side with that way due to health and longevity as a fighter. And yes, Israel may be walking away with the defeat on this night, but he will look back at this stoppage and be grateful that it was stopped at this time, in my opinion. But for Alex Pereira, man, what a story. This guy just seems to have Israel Adesanya's number. For him to defeat him twice in kickboxing and then follow him all the way into MMA and defeat him again is just something you can't write. The entire reason he got signed to the UFC was to fight Israel. And after four fights with the promotion, he is now the champion. Which in my opinion is kind of even more impressive than Brock Lesnar's quick run to the title. Because Brock lost a fight, won one, and then fought for the title. And it was clear that the UFC didn't care because they just wanted to get Brock into a title fight as soon as possible. But with Alex, they actually put him through a good run of fights before he fought for the title. As much as people say, you know what, this was a fast-tracking tactic by the UFC in order to get Alex to fight Israel, at the same time, we wouldn't have been here if Alex didn't win those fights. But he was able to pass these three opponents, and yes, they were tailored more towards being favorable for him, but in the end of the day, anything could happen in MMA. And also, he had troubles in these fights at times as well. Regardless of the fast track, he earned his title shot to fight Israel. And look, I didn't pick Alex to win. I truly thought this was way too much too soon for him. Yes, he had a bunch of experience as a kickboxer, but this is MMA. And after only going six and one, I just didn't think that was enough experience, especially when you compare it to Israel's record of 23 and one. And a lot of those fights were title fights. I thought that was going to play a huge factor. And to be honest, it did. In the end of the day, Israel was winning that fight before the finish. And aside from his kickboxing, he was also implementing his clinch work and his ground 
ground game. Things we don't usually see from him, but just seeing that in that fight really showed that his fight IQ in MMA is very high. And that has to do with experience. And look, Alex had troubles in this fight. There was times where he got taken down and there was times where it looked like he was tired. Yes, you can say that he was playing possum and waiting until the final round before he went for the finish, but I don't think any fighter truly does that. They want to be winning the fight at every moment. I truly believe that final round finish was desperation and it just happened to work for Alex in this moment. But in the end, he was not winning that fight before the finish. And that's why a lot of people have been comparing this fight to Leon Edwards versus Kamaru Usman too. Kamaru was up 3-1 going into that fifth round. Basically, he was winning that fight and was one round away from winning by decision. But then Leon connected with that head kick in the final round and everything that Kamaru did in that fight just didn't even matter. And look, I'm not trying to say Leon Edwards got lucky or Alex Pereira. Sometimes a fighter is losing a fight before they don't. That's MMA and that's why we love this sport. And yes, we could say Alex got lucky by clipping Israel and going for the finish. But man, just think about the amount of pressure that was on him in that fifth round. He had only five minutes to really change this around because even his corner knew if he didn't get the finish, he was going to lose. So regardless of losing the fight before the finish, this was a legit moment from Alex Pereira. And I have to give credit where credit is due. After eight fights, he is the UFC middleweight champion. That is absolutely incredible, especially when you consider that he took it from a long reigning champion that many believed was on his way to become the best middleweight of all time. But at the same time styles make matchups and like i said for alex it just seems like he has israel's number especially when you consider that they're both kickboxers and israel has remained as the champion without having to deal much with his grappling or clinch work it's been counter striking for the most part but for alex's kickboxing skills and overall pressure and size this was just too much for israel by the end of it but i say this because now that alex is the ufc champion what's next for him and how long do I think he'll remain as the champion for? And look, there are a lot of options for Alex. Obviously, the clear one is the rematch with Israel, especially because Israel deserves it. He was winning that fight before the finish and he was a long reigning champion. Plus, the storyline is there. The guy who has Israel's number took his belt and now Israel is coming back for vengeance. That would be a huge rematch and damn, it would be crazy if Alex wins it again. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if he does just the confidence alone knowing that you're up 3-0 against Israel Adesanya is a huge factor for their second fight in MMA. For both fighters, for Alex, it's like I have the confidence knowing that I could beat this guy and I've done it three times and he's done it zero times. And for Israel, it's like, damn, how do I overcome this? Am I one of the best middleweights of all time, but I can't ever get past this one guy. So that's why the rematch just makes sense right now. And then let's say Alex Pereira does lose that second MMA fight to Israel Adesanya. A third fight would also be huge because now it's an MMA trilogy and one with so much history behind it that extends all the way back to their kickboxing days. In a way, it will kind to be really good for Alex to lose that second fight just to have that trilogy fight with Israel. But me saying that is just being crazy because in the end, of course, he's going to want to win that rematch. But the problem is if he does 
win that rematch, who would be next after? And the main options, in my opinion, right now are the winner of Robert Whitaker versus Paulo Costa or Hamza Chimaev. And if I'm being completely honest, all of those options don't seem favorable for Alex, in my opinion, especially when we consider that Alex will be in his late 30s by that point. I think the most favorable option would be Paulo Costa. But when I talk about a matchup with Robert Whitaker or Hamza Chimaev, I just can't see Alex winning those fights because stylistically they are not favorable for him. Yes, Robert will be at a disadvantage size wise, but man, the grappling, the striking is going to be a lot for Alex because if it was a lot when he fought Israel, imagine against someone like Robert Whitaker. And then imagine against someone like Hamza Chimaev. Once again, Hamza will have the disadvantage in size, but if he's able to bring Alex to the ground, which I believe he can, it's going to be an easy win for Hamza. The option between Hamza or the winner for Robert Whitaker versus Paulo Costa, I could see the UFC putting either of those options right away aside from an immediate rematch with Israel Adesanya. Now that would be crazy in my opinion because like I said the rematch between Alex and Izzy is going to be huge but I can see the UFC wanting to put Hamzad in there right away just so he can hold the belt they love Hamzad so much right now and I could also see the same for Robert if he gets past Paulo Costa it's great when Robert is the champion because he's huge in Australia and New Zealand so to have another champion there is very beneficial for the UFC business wise those options make sense for the promotion and don't get me wrong it makes sense to make the rematch with Israel Adesanya as well, but I wouldn't be surprised if the UFC moves past Israel and looks at these other options. But with that being said, do I think Alex Pereira will be a longtime UFC champion? And my answer is simply no. I applaud him for working his way up the fast track route and getting to a title fight where he beat the guy that he beat twice before, but this time in MMA. But at the same time, when I talk about all these other options that are not Israel Adesanya, I don't like Alex's odds in those. For me, it would be impressive if he gets even one title defense, but I don't see him building a long lasting middleweight championship run like Israel Adesanya did. Regardless, who cares if he doesn't? He reached the pinnacle of the sport in eight fights. That alone is its own legacy. But what do you think? Who should Alex Pereira fight next? And how long do you think he'll be the UFC? UFC champion 4. But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.